This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 19, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. There are parallels between the budget fight of 1995 and today, with one big exception. Everything they argued about in 1995 is much worse now. John Samples, director of the Cato Institute's Center for Representative Government and author of the book, The Struggle to Limit Government, discusses the parallels. It's only been 20 years, and you're sort of reluctant to draw parallels and think that history repeats itself that quickly. But, you know, generally the American welfare state is, in the big picture, has been in crisis now since the 1970s, really. So this is another part of that long, sort of a 30-, 40-year historical period. So maybe there is something going on. The same kinds of uh, issues and people and actions may come uh, in a kind of cycle. Uh, The similarities to 1995 are very striking. You have a young, inexperienced, first-term president who has a tremendously uh, bad first midterm. Uh, Bill Clinton lost control of the House. So did uh, Barack Obama. And then you have a surprising Republican majority, particularly in the House, driving policy, driving the national agenda. That's what happened in 1994. Uh, And what has struck me about now, like then, is that the people who were elected in uh, 1994 and in 2010 have a very strong sense of responsibility to their constituents to the issues that they were elected on, and a sense of a mandate to do something about it. So they're not here to easily be pushed aside from what they see as the responsibility. So those are the parallels. Now, that's troubling from a point of view of uh, a limited government person, because ultimately there were attempts to constrain government and to make it work better, make the Congress work better in 1995-96, but it's generally thought, and with some reason, that Congress lost the public relations battle, lost the political battle in 1995, and that Bill Clinton was re-elected, and ultimately you're on the way to uh, really the end of the Reagan era in the late 90s. People, I guess, forget that this contract with America, what the 94 uh, class in the, the Republican House wrote in on was just a deal for House candidates. Yes. And you still have uh, today, even even though the Tea Partiers did very well uh, in Senate races th- this last time, yes. uh, you still have a Democratic-controlled Senate, you still have Democrat controlling the White House. So for a, 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 a limited government perspective, how does that... One way I would think about it is this. The Republicans did have control of the Senate Uh, in 1995. But the differences are, as is often the case, not to be exaggerated. I mean, many of the things that we would call a limited government agenda uh, that the House wanted to do were stopped by the Republican Senate. And so there was, in other words, in 95, in other words, I don't think in 1995 that there was a Uh, the Senate was not much of a problem, and now it is because Democrats hold it. I think it's much closer than you would think. Uh, In both cases, there was trouble for the House. So we have to really think, is there something different now? What's different, and what would bring us to a different outcome? Because otherwise, 
uh, it's, we're going to have an, a bad result down the line. I think the differences are uh, it's not clear at this point at all that um, Barack Obama is as good at politics as Bill Clinton turned out to be. Now, of course, it, Bill Clinton was thought to be completely irrelevant uh, in January of 1995. He had lost this gigantic uh, election, but he turned out to be a pretty good politician. It's not at all clear that Barack Obama, despite his oratory skills or what looked to be those, is a very good politician. Now, he could be, but it's not apparent. When you say very good politician, you mean uh – pragmatic in the sense that uh, they're willing to give a little to, you know, to take half a loaf when it's offered. Well, by a, a good politician, I mean that Obama, despite being in a difficult situation and having a bad election campaign and having lost control of the national agenda, despite all of that, from that situation with very few resources, he can bring about as good an outcome as possible for his party and his point of view. He uh, doesn't seem to be to this point, particularly pragmatic or skillful politically. Of course, those could be famous last words he may turn out to be. But I think Obama's political skills are still very much a question uh, compared to 1995. On the other hand, in the House, you have a uh, leadership that is more experienced than it was. The one, the speaker himself lived through that experience and must have learned something. Um, Eric Cantor was uh, with the Republicans when they were in the majority and must have, and may well have learned something. You're not coming off 40 years in the wilderness, which I think created some of the problems in 1995. The other big difference is that history itself has moved on. Uh, things are much worse in many ways on these important issues than they were in 1995. The debt is worse. The impending deficits, the entitlement pro problems, the impending taxes, which are going to go very far down into the middle class, all of these things are much worse than they were in 1995, and they might lay the groundwork for uh, in the right hands and with the right leadership, I think, for a much better result for limited government this time. What are we to take from polling data that seems to indicate that Americans are more comfortable with uh, the concept of tax increases than they are with a concept of large spending cuts? Well, I think, generally speaking, it's uh, you have to be very careful with polling data on any kind of either spending cuts or taxes, uh, because for the simple reason that you're not dealing with uh, anything very concrete and specific. I think on these kinds of issues, particularly taxes, uh, it's important to look at the actual behavior of members of Congress and indeed look at actual behavior of uh, the president himself. These are people that have political concerns and they actually, their interests are at stake. Their continuation in office is at stake. And we don't see anyone out there uh, plumping for higher taxes beyond, of course, the fabled 200000 250000 annual income which uh, I think everyone knows is not equal. You can't do that with or get out of our fiscal problems by raising taxes uh, uh, on that small a number of people and so on. So the reality is on the tax side is that actually uh, people really would react badly to it. We have to expect that. On the spending side, 
there is persistent evidence that people don't want uh, any cuts in a particular set of programs. Um, that is a big difference, too, with 95. The contract with America that spurred the House Republicans in 95 has specifically omitted Social Security. Uh, now, Social Security and Medicare can't be off the agenda, I think, uh, as we go down. John Samples is author of The Struggle to Limit Government. You can get your copy at Cato.org.